I found that a hit record is like a stew. All the ingredients have to cook together just right. Otherwise, it's just soup. Not too early in the day for one of these, I hope. I'm thirsty. I'm not sure about this. Well, <laughs> it's a standard management contract. It says if I do my job, you guys make money. How do we make money? Yeah, how are you, how are you gonna wrangle up some uh, dances at Roller Rinks, Youth for Christ Jamboree? Rock and roll shows in Steubenville, Youngstown, Pittsburgh, places like that. Really? Yeah. Pittsburgh? Steubenville? Yeah. And how would you like to hear that thing you do on the radio? Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> then leave it to me, and here's your guarantee. If I don't get this record going, and I mean serious radio airplay inside of a week, ten days at the most, we'll tear this up. I'm no longer your manager. I don't know. I'm reluctant to sign anything that has to do with my music. <laughs> what, are you crazy? A man in a really nice camper wants to put our song on the radio. Give me a pen. I'm signing. You're signing. We're all signing. <laughs> I miss Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn is a jerk. Where did he, he's still alive, right? You no, know, actually, still have I saw him in an interview not that long ago. I think his whole thing is that he like bought a ranch and became a cowboy. Ooh, I think, oh my god! Or if he was, if he, maybe he was already, I don't know. But yeah. I think he lives in like Montana and he just doesn't act really. And funniest cowboy of all time. Fucking great. Yeah, I'd take a job on the ranch next to Steve Zahn. <clears throat> Holy shit. I might be thinking of someone else now. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be perfect. No, that was Harrison Ford. Oh, that's what it was. I also got his pilot's license. Sam Elliott. Um, yeah, did you know that Steve Zahn has crashed twice in his plane? <laughs> um, you know, that thing you do is uh, legitimately, it's one of my favorite movies. But mm -hmm. I, if you asked me to name, we have a segment, obviously, Hidden Gems. If you asked me to name my top five hidden gems that people just, for some reason or another, haven't come across or don't remember, oh, yeah. that's a top five easy. You think a Easy. lot of people haven't seen that movie? I feel like when you bring it up, people are familiar, but they don't really re remember it, and they saw it once. Like, it's not one that I right, feel like. Right. Like, Tom Hanks directed it, right? Whereas I know me and you have it. seen it seven million oh, times. Oh, my God. It's so good. I don't know anyone who's seen it, though, that didn't think it was good. That's the thing, right? Like, it's like, once you remind them, yeah. and show them, they're like, oh, yeah, that movie was great. Yeah. Um, but, but it doesn't come up unless you bring it up. I'm uh, remembering doing lots of, uh, <clears throat> playing lots of... Uh, not even air drums, but like pillow drums <laughs> to the song. Oh, yeah. You know, of course, like yeah. lots of pillows spread out on my bed. Yeah. Drumming along with I the I had the baby. soundtrack. I had the CD, baby. Um, oh, God. It's so good. Mr. Downtown. There it is. That's this is our Freddy, musical that's special. That's Freddie Fredrickson. <laughs> Yo, and you're Freddie Fredrickson. <laughs> this is too much. Oh, my uh, God. Anyways. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, everybody, we'll go watch that. Pause this. Go watch that. Yeah. And come back. Come back to us afterwards. <clears throat> we'll be um, doing a full recap. Actually, start it. We'll give you a 10, 10 second countdown. We're going to do a live commentary track of that thing you do. In your D-I-N-D. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a gold dress. That's, that's a gold dress. This is the movie that made me realize that I don't want to have to work on a Sunday either. You know, I don't want to live in America where a man has to work on a Sunday. To make, make a living. Uh, yeah, make yeah. a living. It's That's terrible. fair. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so moving on from that. Uh, welcome to episode 20. Episode um, 20. Live from our we news. did it. Not live, but uh, recorded in our new studio. Yeah. Um, this also place is so my homey. apartment. That's why it's so homey. Because <laughs> it's a home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's nice though, man. You I, did good. I think. Thank you. Yeah, we're we were we're in one big room, so we're gonna sound a little bit different. Yeah, um, yeah. there's not a whole lot of walls. Plus, we've changed. We're older area. now. <laughs> last time. But thank you to all of our listeners for calling in with suggestions. Kelly would have never have found this place. With right, right, right. All, all of, of the, the uh, calls and suggestions. The help. Uh, from, Thanks, assholes. From, <laughs> from our friends in the valley, <laughs> we give you um, our line every time. <laughs> you yeah. Dial the number whenever you want. Well, no, thank you to everyone that. <laughs> Help me get in here, all the uh, all the fans, and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm very comfortable. It's a good it's a good yeah, spot. It's nice. I'm very. I'll be here a lot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> right on. <laughs> and in fact, anytime you want. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about what you saw since last time, because I gotta confess, this might be the least amount that I've been at the movies since we started this podcast. Yeah. Well, we just finished the Oscars. There hasn't been as much yeah, out, I I you know, unless we were on that rush. There haven't been, plus you saw a hundred movies in theater. I did. Year, I don't so. feel bad, but I just, yeah. I, there's still movies I want to see some fatigue, but, uh, there, there aren't away. as many things out that are, uh, incredible right, right, right now. But, uh, Jess, my girlfriend and I did a lot of catching up. We went and saw bad boys for life. Cool. How was it? Uh, we both really enjoyed it, man. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, it was exactly what we thought it would be. All right. Uh, we had a blast. We had a lot of fun. Um, it was for that, uh, vein of movie. It was, um, had the right, I thought, amount of seriousness and weight to it. Yeah. You know, without like being too, it's still bad boys. Well, but I mean, it added a little element that was, you know, serious and grounded it for um, all the over the top stuff. Along that line, don't you think that this director or director team, um, was able to capture more kind of, uh, drama and uh, yeah. kind of interesting character stuff than Michael Bay ever could have. I do. I think they did. This to me was, I know you're, you're a bigger fan of the second bad boys than I am Ugh, uh, I love to. For, for reasons you've talked about. In the pace, they're they're the entirely different and, movies. Of I mean, course, the tone of, of the first one is, is like the tone of a lot of directors early movies right. where it's just right. kind of dark and straightforward. And maybe it's got a little bit more art involved right. in it because it's inherently be, not become a big it's smaller uh, thing yeah, yeah uh, and two is just on another level entirely right for sure and <clears> the set <throat> pieces are totally different than everything else but oh, just so i i thought that this one as a trilogy and yeah. how you think about things working as a trilogy i thought this was a nice marriage of the two yeah and a nice way to kind of wrap at least this version of, i'm sure they'll go on with bad boys and i was worried about martin lawrence not kind of being funny or still funny or, and he was excellent like, <laughs> and his his dramatic stuff was yeah was really good yeah, yeah. and heartfelt when, like, when he was really talking to will or to you know yeah. to mike about you know all the dramatic shit you're like yeah he's really bringing I feel it. like he was bringing his own well, shit well done his own yeah, life exactly, so. exactly. My, my and still got it <laughs> my and um and i also love just one last thing I, I really dug that they brought back the same actor who played the 14 oh my god the 15 kid, year old reggie kid who was nine feet tall from the second one that went out with uh Poor martin's reggie. daughter he, he's already gone um, to war and come oh back. my god anyway that was fun i was cracking up yep um, I don't even think Jess saw the second one, but I was I was cracking up from the minute they showed him at the wedding, and I was like, "Holy shit!" You ever had <laughs> sex with a man? Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, that's. Really, oh my god! Really good stuff. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> anyway, Who the fuck great, great callback, Reggie. There. Who's Who's Reggie? The one thing I didn't uh, enjoy was who's at the door? was actually <laughs> my, Michael Bay's cameo in the wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, which was <laughs> just like yeah, super of weird. Yeah. Of course, he's an anyway. 
So there you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, good good flick. A lot of fun. Just yeah. fun and and really fun, uh, exciting action. I thought I, I enjoyed all yeah. the action in the movie, which is really the reason we go. Yeah, it wasn't uh, like comedy. over overdone. Um, the motorcycle stuff was a little yeah. corny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. But, As you'd but expect. It, but whatever. I, yeah, no, it felt good. It felt right. good. Right. Uh, uh, we also did uh, Birds of Prey. Um, cool. What'd you think? I thought it was good. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm not going to watch it again, but, um, yeah, I won't either. I, you know what it is, man. When I watch the, honestly, when I watch suicide squad also, and I assume with the next suicide squad, which is also called suicide squad, the suicide squad. Uh, you're right. They I'm added sorry. The, the, yeah. Uh, I, I just, the whole time I'm kind of, um, in awe is probably a strong statement, but Margot Robbie, I think is just right for oh my God, yeah. that character. And I think she does such a good job that even when the movie is good, not great, just okay. Yeah. To me, she elevates it. I'm just like, well, this is just one of those characters that she's just got and she's nailed. Yeah. And it's just right. I mean, she's like, that's a great casting. She does fantastic. It seems like she's taking that character more seriously than maybe it even should be hmm. in a good way, right? To where it actually works better than it maybe even should. Um, and yeah, you can tell she's dug in and she's treating it like Shakespeare or whatever. And uh, she's really, really good. Yeah, I agree with all that. I think uh, <clears throat> what... Uh, blew me away and it is that it was tonally a a little uh it wasn't what i expected tonally but it uh i think it as 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 much as it felt not what i was expecting in terms of an action movie and in terms of like a dark gritty action movie it was uh i had a more sure hand in what it did achieve than what I expected. Um, the director, um, I think did a great job. She, she was trying to make that movie. I don't think it was a like, okay. So what I'm saying is suicide squad was a fucking mess. <clears throat> yeah. Like it was true. a mess. Truly. Um, what's uh, the director's name? Da- David Ayer? No. A- uh, Ayers, yeah. A- Ayer. Ayers. David, uh, yes, David, right. His name messed up, but, uh, his whole thing is that, he is a dark, gritty director, and there's no way that Suicide Squad is the movie that he wanted to make. Right. It, there's no way, because it's so fucking weird and not good. It is weird. All over the place. It is really weird. And it doesn't, <laughs> it do, It just, it feels like it didn't achieve even being really a movie. It's, it, it is so weird. It feels like what's so dangerous about the um, comic book by committee movies. Right. That there's too many people involved. It's clearly. the one that I think represents that probably, but honestly, most of the DC stuff. May, represents yeah. That. I mean, but some of the Marvel stuff does. I mean, some of the Marvel sure, stuff was like, Oh, sure. of course this didn't like right. uh, Thor uh, two or whatever. Right. But, right. but I guess my point is that then you go to this and you expect it to have some of the same vibe. It kind of doesn't, but the director knew what she was doing and right. made this awesome kick-ass movie right. um, with all these kick-ass girls. And and ultimately, uh, uh, whatever it ended up being, I dug way more than I thought I would. Um, agreed, Margot Robbie's amazing. She's just a treasure. I will yeah. say this. This is um, just what my perception was going in. I expected the group of female characters to get together much sooner and oh, yeah. them. And <laughs> right. That really was literally a last act turn yeah. type of situation. Yeah. Other than that, it was just Harley. But like I said, that was who I really wanted to see and she was great. How so. fun is that action though? Like the, yeah. the, the oh, gun yeah. action where it's not like the glitter gun and all this. It's not really <laughs> yeah. spoilery stuff. It's just fun stuff. Little little action, practical action elements. Right. Um, um, the the fight in the water in the 
jail oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. was fucking right. excellent. Her There's storming, her some, storming the whole police yeah, department. That, that, I guess that whole yeah. sequence, which is like a ten minute thing, that is so fucking good. It's one of the better things I've seen in movies recently. Totally agree. Um, so I would love for there to be more of these with that same director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know one that we both saw. Okay, uh, which is called Mister Right. Okay. <laughs> And, and it's I just want to <laughs> yeah pause for a minute. What was this? 2015, I think. Is both uh, we watched it on Netflix. Sounds right. right. But Several. yeah, tell tell the story of Mr. Right. This is a movie that I come home one night and my girlfriend who has has literally never seen a movie that I haven't already seen. Right. Outside of maybe a romantic comedy here or there that I skipped or a Disney movie from the sweet spot from like 99 to like 2002 when she was still in middle school and yeah. I was in high school and yeah. school for that, which was the only, when I got back to college and I started watching animated stuff again, but it was like the one break that I took from those movies outside of that. There really is genuinely nothing she's seen or knows about that. I don't know about. And I come home one night and she's like, I want to watch Mr. Right with you. Have you ever seen that? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And it's Anna Kendrick. And it's the guy we can never remember his name, Sam Rockwell, yeah. who's my favorite that I can yeah, remember. Yeah, of course. Name. And it's even got um, – I'm trying to think of his name from Reservoir Dogs. Um, it's even got uh, – uh, Yeah, uh, Tim, uh, Tim Roth or – Tim Roth, yeah, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. And, it, and, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait a minute. Who Who is in this movie? What is this movie? Right. And she's like, let's just watch five minutes. She's like, I think by five minutes you'll kind of turn to me and like, yeah, I'm into it. I want to watch the whole thing. So she pops it on and sure enough, five minutes in. Wait, really, so she had in. seen this before? She watched it the night before. Oh, okay. Literally and she, just the And night. she doesn't rewatch stuff the way we, that you and we I would. do. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I want to watch. This is what I want to watch. Because we were saying we want to watch something that night. So I'm texting you and I'm like, hey, man, I'm not even done with it. And I'm like, hey, have you ever seen this movie or heard of this movie? Because I'm sure you will have heard of it. And you don't know what it is. And you look it up and you're like, let's, what the let's, fuck? Let's look at the texts because uh, I, oh, okay, I right was on, yeah. totally blown away. <laughs> this was great. Yeah. For the same reason. I'm just like, what What are you talking about? You're really suggesting a movie. I mean, we don't do that very often. Our exchange you know? made it more fun um, for me <laughs> yeah, enjoying yeah. this movie. Uh, okay. Here it is. February 19th. Have you ever seen Mr. Right with Anna Kendrick and Sam Rockwell? And I said, no. Why have I not heard of that? And you said, Max Landis read it. Jeff discovered it last night and is now showing it to me. And it period is period amazing period <laughs> and i wrote gonna watch it now <laughs> yeah immediately you were on board i literally this friendship I works stopped and what will i was last. doing <laughs> it was great um and i was so excited that you were watching it because i was like oh something that not only had not seen we neither of us knew about we didn't we're know discovering about something brand new and and like you said once you get a few minutes into it and you realize what it is yep what the tone is and you just go wow this is for me Super this fun is for me. That just doesn't happen fun. very often. And um, and just you know, are there two more enjoyable people? They're not even my all time <laughs> favorites, but Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick. You know, just enjoyable. I literally having fun together. Would have never put them together. In oh a my movie. god! I know. Me not neither. in a million years. They're, well, their age difference is about twenty two years. I That's think. But really? Yes. No way. I looked it up. Um, okay, I might be wrong about no, exactly no, no, twenty two, but, but it's like twenty years. I so, knew that there was some, but I, if I had, would have guessed, I would have guessed like twelve. Dude, they are feeding off of each other, and it is funny. Like it's a fun, big time, fun flick. And you know, the only movie that it reminded me at all of, and it's not just like this movie, but the only movie, cause Jess was like, you can't compare that to anything, huh? And the only movie I thought about was gross point blank. Uh, I was like, if you enjoy gross point blank, there's a little bit of that, but it's still different. But anybody out there that, that dug gross point blank, if you haven't seen that one, you can check that one out too. That's she is currently 35 and Sam 
Uh, he is currently uh, 50. So 68 and 85. So Two. not 20 years, 17 years? 17 ish. That was yeah. wrong about 22. Yeah. No, no, that's pretty years. close. Um, yeah, I would not have guessed. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I think the actress that he that Sam Rockwell is with and has been with for several years though is uh she's a bit younger. Closer to Anna Kendrick than his age, I will say. Uh, I she's uh from a lot of stuff. She's uh Yeah, she's funny. Hell Baby is uh, the, the yeah. greatest <laughs> moment of her entire I career which her is name, but... again incredible and you should check it out. Um anyways, yeah, everybody check out Mr. Right. It's it, okay, so and my note, let me go back to my notes. Um my notes are basically they don't make movies like this anymore. I feel like yeah, uh, they didn't make them when that one was made. <laughs> it it that's, what <laughs> that's why saying. we didn't know it. It I don't know where it went. I don't know if it was in theaters. I don't know how it was marketed or mismarketed. But um, it is an R rated action comedy that's nuts. Yeah, and we used to have those. Insane. There were a lot of those. Yeah, um, and you don't obviously get hard R anymore. Like uh, Sam Rockwell's been in some. Like you look at uh, Seven Psychopaths. Listen, I was just going to say Seven Psychopaths is a really right. good example. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Um, and honestly, Confessions of a Dangerous like Mind. That was back in 2002. That was George Clooney's directorial debut, I think. But um, he was a star of that. And is that's that a comedy. Not, yeah, that's no. not that's I don't not remember. action. But I just mean that's a an R-rated drama. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't make money with these, right? You're only letting some of the audience. Exactly. They just don't do them anymore. Exactly. But you know. Another one that well, uh, I recommend on that one. It's just a batshit fun, really uh, R rated, uh, you know, adult, uh, romantic yeah. comedy. Oh, it's great. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, great. Um, so yeah, saw that for sure. Um, I saw the actually the only two movies I've seen in theater since last time are both at the new Bev. I went to True Romance on Valentine's nice, Day. Did you nice. guys get over there at all? We did not make it for uh for that movie. It's been a few years since I've seen True Romance. Um, and and the last time I saw it, it was definitely at home. I don't think I had seen it in the theater, but okay. maybe maybe okay maybe we saw it one time. But I uh I got really good and drunk. Uh, and then saw it. Perfect um, way to do yeah. it. Yeah. So saw it at midnight and I definitely like z- dipped in and out of consciousness a couple of times during <laughs> yeah. the movie. Also the best way. But it life. felt right. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah, felt not right. the worst. Uh, really, really fucking delightful. And um, you forget how good Christopher Walken is in it. Just like how he's got such a small part, right? But like the moments of him, oh, it's like oh, he's really he is in a terrifying scene of like the three scenes he's in in that movie. Yeah, the big long scene he's in with Dennis Hopper. Yep, is that scene legitimately one of my like ten favorite scenes I have ever seen. I think that's fair. The two titans just giving dialogue from one of the best dialogue writers ever. Exactly. With like the right mood, the right setting. Everything's right, man. The lighting, the look, the small space, the story that's told that's so fucked up. And like the guy you're rooting for in the scene is telling a story that's so fucked up and so like wrong, but he's doing it to incense the other guy. And it's just great. And even the way that scene ends, sorry, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen (laughs) true romance by now, fuck you. That's fuck you. But, um, the fact that they go through that entire fucking scene and then one of the, idiot hitman looks on the fridge and is like oh we know where they are like Like, that's what they're trying to find out is where did they go (laughs) and it's just literally posted on the refrigerator next to them is that whole scene's magnificent man i love that movie so much 100 percent agree and it's also we'll talk about this later but something i just watched is uh, or i'm in the middle of watching is the uh 
Hulu series High Fidelity based on the movie High yeah, Fidelity. Yeah, we haven't gotten around to that yet, but I really uh, want to. You guys will like it. Check yeah. it out. I love High Fidelity, the movie. But, you know, that movie a lot is about top five, top five, right. top five. Oh, and, yeah. And in this context, they talk about top five villains in movies oh, at some point. On and board. one of them she mentions is Christopher Walken's character. Uh, I'm watching it. And tonight. I was just like, I'm watching yeah. it tonight. That's all you needed to say. <laughs> that really been, we've been teetering it. on it. Like, when are we going to dive into this? Cause no, we'll you'll, you'll like it. it for sure. And then when you say that now I'm all in, I, Hey, real quick, I went to new Bev for one. Do you know, they do grindhouse nights now every Tuesday. Um, not necessarily, but they're yeah, movies sure. you wouldn't even necessarily want to watch. Sure. But you know all yeah. the stuff that Tarantino you watch it seen. there. It's good, yeah, dude. I went just because I'm a big James Coburn fan. Oh going yeah, back sure. ways. I just think he's cool and fun. And uh, they had a double feature night uh, of a movie called Sky Riders, which is literally a rescue mission built around hang gliders, starring James That's Coburn awesome. from year? 1976. Okay, cool. And the 76 part is very evident in how the the degree to which they're able to shoot the hang gliders. I feel, <laughs> I feel like even by the mid-80s, they would have had a better handle on it. Yeah. But just the fact that they were like, hey, hang gliding, that's a new thing. Let's tie that into an action movie. If they remade that now, I would actually be all in. <laughs> like, yeah, I would yeah. be super invested. And then the the second movie in the double feature, which was a lot worse, um, was called Force Colon 5. Force 5. But it was Force Colon 5. I'm not really sure why. Um, it was a remake of a movie called Hot Potato, which was a black exploitation kung fu movie from the 70s. This is a movie from like 83, maybe 84. And it is as gung-ho pro-american sort of reagan era super soldier american <laughs> guys that all can do kung fu sure. as you can imagine but here's what i wanted to mention to you that one was a snooze fest it was hard for me to get through but i wanted to make both of them they were each movie was only like 80 minutes long yeah and but this one it, very much like a james bond or um if anybody's a fan of um like enter the dragon okay yeah. like that uh with bruce lee it was like a ripoff of that like a cheap ripoff but they're on this island and the villain who's very much a james bond villain his whole shtick is whenever he's caught someone he puts them in like this maze and you don't know what's coming and the ma- they keep it a secret for like half the movie but people are like wandering through the shadows and then suddenly they're terrified and you just don't know what kind of monster this is going to be he just he lets a bull out in the maze it's really random it just reminded me of all the james bond shark pool stuff oh, sure. like one of the rejected ideas where they're like what if we just had a bull and we just like <laughs> ran him through this maze and he just you know gores people no like, bond i expect you to die <laughs> exactly it was straight <laughs> out of austin powers yeah. <laughs> but he Here's the way they killed him, though, dude. The guy literally shot some kind of projectile from his wrist into some, for some reason, there were canisters of, of fuel in there. There always is. Blew up the fuel and exploded the bull. Like he blew <laughs> the bull up. And like there was the sound of like a moo. A la Or not Scaramanga, but uh, uh, what's his name that blows no, up? In, yeah, in, Live and uh, Let Die. Um, that's not his name. Um, no, that's uh, man, Kananga. Kananga. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that yeah. was Man Without a Gun. Yeah, for, yeah. yeah. Kananga. S- similar Gangas. Gangas. <laughs> Lots of gangas. I didn't realize so many gangas gangas at the beginning of the Roger Moore. Um, Gangas. Fair enough. Right on. Okay. So anyway, I just wanted to uh, throw out those two movies. I am not recommending them. I'm just (laughs) I'm just putting them on people's radars. Uh, but James Coburn, fantastic! What a what a stud! That's great. Anyway, uh, Maverick. We should do a clip from Maverick. Oh, man, <laughs> Anyways. Maverick. What? Hey, talk about hidden gems. What a what a great great flick Maverick um, is. So uh, apologies to people who still aren't over Mel Gibson. 
being uh, eh. who he is. Eh. But hey, still love Lethal Weapon many five. of his movies. <laughs> yeah, it's coming, 20, baby. 2029. 20, <laughs> <laughs> you want it or not. That along with uh, Indiana Jones. Um, I also went to New Bev and saw Wild at Heart. That was great. Oh, how you had um, not seen that, right? I actually hadn't. So I'm a, I'm a, I, I wouldn't say I'm a David Lynch fan. I am someone who appreciates David Lynch, and I have not seen many of his movies. We're the same on this. And this was one where it was like, and and they introed the movie, and they were like, "We think this is the the, the guy that's usually there introing the movies." Right. He was like, "I think this is one of Lynch's most accessible movies." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> what does that you mean?" Yeah, I, it's hard yeah. to gauge when you haven't seen them all. But anyways, um, I really enjoyed it. It's fucking nuts, and it's got some great performances. Um, the ending really sold that one for me. I yeah. just I loved the ending so much. It's as random and crazy as it really is. Really satisfying that it made Absolutely. me like the movie even more than Absolutely. I think I was enjoying it. Um, who's uh uh. Uh, oh God, uh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, thank you. I knew you were thinking about. Look at. I this. mean, he's too crazy to oh even God. put into words. Is he wear braces uh, in this movie? Am I remembering that, or am I making that up? He has something on his teeth. I think they were full on braces. His yeah. mouth's already so creepy. There's something wrong with his teeth and mouth, right? Big time. Apologies um, to people that wear braces, but it's very unsettling. No, no, the he's, way his mouth he's is one of the creepiest movie. people to ever be put Holy on shit. screen in this yeah. movie. And poor Laura Dern, <laughs> who's so young um is just getting <laughs> fucking creeped it's out so uncomfortable anyways yeah uh I, I think we're the same on lynch i i i am happy that lynch exists oh yes. and i'm in love with the idea of lynch yeah yeah and that said i gotta really want to see the lynch movie to put it on there's got to be something that draws me in yeah it's hard for me to just sit down and right. think i'm gonna watch one of these uh, you know the the really insane ones. Oh, I, yeah. I, I have. I just. I'm aware of all of them. I'm I, aware vaguely of what they are. Right. But right. I just you can't get the energy to sit down and watch them all. You got to be locked um, in. And I'm also. I'm also. Um. I, I'm a little bit perplexed by. Um. And not really resentful is the wrong word, but I'm a little perplexed by why Lynch is allowed to exist uh, and no one else is. <laughs> no you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one yeah. else because he'll. He's open and honest about how. This is all subconscious, and I'm yep. just letting it all out, and yep. I don't think about it, and I don't plot it out, and I just go. And he definitely and comes doesn't out, give comes you out. answers about it. Uh, exactly. Oh, he doesn't, at all. He doesn't think there are answers. And I, really. and I guess like Terrence Malick's a little bit like that, but yeah. you can connect themes. Uh, you know, Terrence Malick is very spiritual and very. He was a theology student, and like right. that stuff always ties in. Even as nonsensical, maybe or, or or like loosely looped together, his his plot points are. But Lynch is like a whole nother thing, man. And it's yep. it. I don't know. And maybe it's just that he's more genius than the others. I I don't know. But I, I think so. And I'm re, I'm starting to rewatch Twin Peaks right now because I've seen all of Twin Peaks and Twin Peaks: The Return and the movies and everything. And I and as a whole, I look at all of that as one big project, even though it was over decades and decades. Right. right. I think it's fantastic. And I, there's something about that that I really connect with. And I think partially it's because Twin Peaks, the original, um, isn't R-rated. You oh, know, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I love our rated stuff. That's not it. But he takes it into Can't such get quite as uncomfortable, insane directions yeah, yeah. that it's disturbing that the, the network TV show that was Twin Peaks, right. it, it's just more grounded because I think it needs yeah. to be. And yeah, even though there's plenty of crazy shit in it, it just feels a little bit more um, comfortable. I agree to me. I, I would um, say that twin, I would say for people that haven't even like, seen a lot of Lynch stuff. I would say he's known Twin Peaks, uh, Blue Velvet. Sure. And um, honestly, even though for opposite reasons, Dune are probably the things that people Just because Dune know was such a, a, a 
just uh, it didn't work, but it's kind of a train cult, wreck. Yeah, it's got a uh, cult, cult following for that wreck. reason, yeah, yeah. but also because it was like giving Star Wars to Lynch. Yeah, right. and, and I know that George right. Lucas, who knows how serious this was, because George Lucas says everything was going to happen, and clearly they can't all have happened because they contradict one another. Yep. But he always talks about how he had very seriously considered Lynch for Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <which> <laughs> seems as insane as his whole Metachlorian idea for the last trilogy. Jesus right? Christ. Can but you at the imagine? same time, so who knows? That could be like, I had a passing thought. Right. Or that could be for five years, I was going to get Lynch. Right. And you never know with Lucas because he's just as crazy. Yeah, he's batshit for sure. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Lynch. Well, that's cool all deal. very good. Um, um, yeah. I think that's all the movies I saw, but I'd love to mention... Uh, excuse me, a few yeah. TV shows real quick that yeah. I've just started. Yeah, I got one too. Um, so uh, Mythic Quest, I watched all of. How was that? It was fucking great. Yeah? It's one of the best things on right, right now. Right on. It's a, I think it's a 10-episode season on Apple TV+. Plus. Okay. I can't recommend it highly enough. Okay. Um, it's from um, the guys from Always Sunny and yeah. Smiley Day who, who and Rob McElhinney. My household loves. Yeah, so I know much. they do. I know you guys do. <laughs> um, but episode five is a standalone episode that is outside of the story of the show. Okay. And it's an these are half-hour comedy episodes. All the rest in the same vein as Silicon Valley. It's right very similar tone and structure and everything to Silicon Valley. And then you get to episode five. And for some reason, it's got an entirely different cast and it's an entirely <laughs> different story, and even though it's in the same world vaguely. But it is one of it, – and it's a drama. It's a dramatic episode. There's no comedy in this episode. It's one of the single best episodes of television I've seen in wow. years and years and years. Oh, super. And it ends and it says directed by Rob, you know, a guy from yeah. the show, yeah. but written by his sister, Katie. And you look her up and she, she, I think she's a novelist maybe. Right. But she's only written this and a couple episodes of Always Sunny. Oh. And it's fucking perfect. Wow. Um, and it's starring Jake Johnson and um, oh shit no. and uh, the uh, god damn it what's her name um, she was uh, she's fantastic she was uh, Leo's wife in Wolf of Wall Street in the beginning and then she was also oh. in the Black Mirror Star Trek episode yeah, 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 and she's yeah, been yeah. in a lot of things oh, god, she's an that? outstanding actress and right. she does comedy she does drama she does it all in this she's just fucking flawless okay um, her cool. name is. Hang on. I know exactly who you're talking about, but I couldn't tell you the name either. Miliotti? Miliotti? There's right. a, there's Mil- Miliotti seems Miliotti? like. Miliotti? Right. Yeah, yeah. Kristen Miliotti. Anyway, she's outstanding. She's in that episode. Um, and um, and all the rest of the show is just so fucking fun and great. And you can't help but compare it to Silicon Valley. Silicon okay. Valley, I love. And Mike Judge, I love. But when you finish this show, if you're going to compare them, or if I'm going to compare them, this has better, I would say, writing, performances, characters, tone, like all of okay. it. I'm just all like, right. it's just it's a, a better little, version. It's a that. better version. And okay. it, it, uh, word. I think it came out and no one knew what it was and no yeah. one knew it was coming. And yeah. Apple didn't promote it really at all because just, I think I've seen a couple billboards. They, that's it. I, I don't know why that is, but I would assume it's because maybe they know it's really good and they were just kind of like, you know what? This would be fun if we just don't tell anybody. <laughs> that doesn't make sense from a marketing standpoint. At this point, we're doing so well. We're just looking for cult hits. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we can also be the cool company. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, like, if, sometimes if that's they are. the case, if it's not the case of we don't have any faith in this. If it's the case of, we know this is great and we're going to let it speak for itself. Yeah. Then that's great. Um, I just don't know what the answer is. Um, anyways, well, 
Mythic Quest. Yeah. Um, last night, I watched the first episode of Dispatches from Elsewhere. Have you heard of it? I don't know about that one. Written, directed, starring, and produced by Jason Siegel. Whoa. Okay. See, I'm already on board. Um, and it Man, you is. You just can't keep up with it. No, no. It's insane. Um, it has uh, an insane cast. Um, and I'm going to read it in a second. Uh, it's on. It's on AMC, which is kind of a tough. Uh, you know, network to watch stuff on. Um, but when you have streaming, but look at this cast, it's Andre 3000, Sally field, Richard wow. Grant, uh, Jason Siegel. Um, those are kind of the main, yeah. main. Sally. Few. Um, and it is very much, it has tons of, um, kind of DNA or whatever you want to call it, uh, influence from Lost. A lot of the storylines okay. of Lost. Okay. And it has lots of DNA from like the Matrix um, and the concept of a, maybe a world within a world or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, and so it's a little it's, bit of sci fi. It's some drama. It's got it's Mama comedy. Um, it's, it's nuts. And so the, the, you got a, the, I guess you call this log line or scroll up there. Oh, what the it poster, is. Uh, was it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, this show is for you if you believe there must be more. <laughs> that's kind of so yeah. right, you know, right there. Yeah. Um, um, okay, that's what well, show for our former boss Marianne. <laughs> yeah, there you go, uh, Lawrence. Hey, Mary. Tune it um, up. It's really, really excellent, and uh, it's on AMC. And I mean, it's excellent. I've only seen the first episode. It might end up being not of much payoff. Right, right. Just this like would be great if next week you're like, shows. fuck that show. Yep, it really took a turn. <laughs> but for a pilot, it was great. And cool, I cool. like Jason Siegel. Awesome. He really pulled it off. Well, just uh, like Lost, maybe it'll be a great pilot and a huge letdown. Right. <laughs> Let's, here's, here's hoping. Did you watch any of Picard yet? No, I haven't okay, seen any Picard. Okay. And obviously, I'm going to see it because I'll see all Star Trek, Star Trek, but at the same time, obviously, I wasn't hyped to see it. Um, based on kind of how fair, we talked about based it on the bit. vibe, general vibe yeah. you got from me and other people. Yeah. It's not, um, you have to, you're going to have a better time watching it because you're going to be able to watch them all together and you're not okay. going to be annoyed with the lack of progression the right. way that I am. Plus my bar has been lowered already. Yes. So, that's so you're something. automatically going to be a few points above me. I'm going to be interested to see what you say about it, but I would really love, I forget when the finale is. I think it's in four weeks. Uh-huh. I'd love to try right. to time something where maybe you can binge it or something. Cool. Uh, and we can open up one of those bottles of Chateau Picard yeah. over there. Um, right and then watch the finale because it's kind of be dope. Yeah. It's, be in, it's in like a month. That'd be fun. So, um, anyways, pretty weird. Um, uh, what have you been watching? Anything? Um, so got some TV? Uh, for, yeah, for TV, I, mean, I guess you call it TV for Netflix television yeah, stuff. Yeah, I would call that TV. Um, actually, let me throw this out real quick. Uh, yeah. we, we watched the other night Pete Davidson's Alive from New York uh, stand-up special. Oh, I saw that which, on there. I have Which really it. is getting some buzz and controversy for like the um, the roasting of Ariana Grande that he does. <laughs> Man, I got to say, dude, it's pretty funny okay and like the fucked up shit see i mean there's two sides to every story sure based on the way he presents stuff and and he's very much like hey man look this this is how it went down here's this here's that i buy it you know what i mean and i think all of the shit that he says is legitimate gripes and when he presents it you're like yeah fuck like well i would feel like might be a piece of shit we don't know of course of course the way that he comes across in society and in his you know circles 
seems yeah. to be that he doesn't really give a shit about lying about stuff yeah. or about yeah. covering up stuff. So right. like, and right. he knows he's an asshole. Well, so he, he also takes on fair. something that's, that I thought was very interesting. You know, he got, he got slammed for that when he, he was taking shots at all the Republican nominees uh, for that one cycle of elections. And he, he went after the guy um, or he said the guy looked like, a pirate, the guy who had lost his eye at war. Do you remember oh, that? The soldier? I do now, remember. And, and he, he had, had to go on and publicly apologize. Yeah. And he's like, you know, we wrote this together, you know, the SNL writers. Of course, I was the one that was going to go out and do it. And then two minutes before I'm going out, one of the writers came up to me, and again, assuming this is true, and said, hey, I don't know if you should do that one with the guy. Now, I had no backup stuff. And he's like, why? And he's like, I think he might have lost his eye in the war, in a war. <laughs> and he's like, okay, good luck, man. I'm sure it'll be fine. Give me a thumbs up. He's like, so I go out. He's like, and honest to God, he's like, I, um, I literally, because we weren't sure, said, he's like, I think he might have lost his eye in a war or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, and my whole intention was, let me make sure that I'm clear on this, that I don't know how this guy lost his eye. It was just a very good, like, if the, again, assuming this is all true, a good lesson in sort of the whole idea of, like, what your intention is versus the perception. Right. He's like, and after that, we did the big apology. He came on. He was pretty cool. He was like, you know, Pete lost his dad in 9-11. He was a firefighter, which I think is the only thing that stopped everyone. From yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you're not allowed to be an asshole unless you've had shit happen to you, and then you can well, say what you want. But it was just the idea of him going after a patriot, when in actuality, here's a guy who's lost his father, you know, in this in the, the most American situation. galvanizing yeah. American. Well, that's why that's context is so important. And, of course, and, of course. And that's what I guess I'm saying is that his, the context of his, uh, how crude he is or what he says that might be, you know, looked at as being an asshole is also like, well, can you really blame him for yeah. the, these situations? Yeah, come on. Because he's kind of throwing it up there beforehand as a disclaimer. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, Plus, this if, is who I am. If you're to believe him on what uh, everything about Staten Island, just <laughs> right. him being from Staten Island should be an excuse That's, for everything. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, anyway, yeah. it was funny. It's worth checking out. Uh, it's weird and awkward and funny. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And the other thing is, and I know, um, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I know you'll be a huge fan based on just the way that um, you and I both love Tolkien. But uh, I, I watched, I binged the Witcher series. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. With, with uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah. How was and that? I got to say, man, um, weird. Uh, and I'm a fantasy fan. Uh, it was weird. Uh, there were things I liked about it, but were there well, swords? Oh, there are lots of swords, lots of cool Fuck. sword. I'm fights. out. I'm lots out. Lots of cool sword fights. I'm telling I'm, you, I'm unplugging the mic, but, but here's the thing. Um, in no way did all the threads of the story, in my opinion, come together and have enough payoff for it to have the buzz because it's got a good amount of buzz i don't know i heard that you know for for like for fantasy fans people were like dude you got to check this out you got to check this out and it's nothing i would tell people not to check out but i'm a fantasy fan i've seen a lot of stuff i've read a lot of stuff and i just was left kind of right in the middle Mm -hmm. just like okay and they got a second season and apparently all the stuff that took place leads up to the book series. I've not read the book series. So maybe we're building and this was all backstory for the big story. But even if that's the case, I did not see you know, the big reason to watch and everything else has not been presented yet. So, well, I've heard, yeah, mixed me. things. Uh, but I will not be watching it because it is swords. I'll keep you posted. I'll keep swords. you posted. Yeah. You know how I feel about swords. Uh <laughs> You got anything else from the watched category? That's pretty no. much. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about some news. Um, and uh, this isn't big news, but it's kind of fun. Um, we, Movie news. Yeah, right. We got a few seconds of uh, the new Bond song. 
uh, yeah. in a little teaser. Yeah. So uh, Billie Eilish, 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 Eilish. Yeah. I'm so stupid. Uh, nah. I know she's very good and very famous, um, but she's got this song uh, appropriately titled No Time to Die. Real original. <laughs> this is just a few Name seconds of it. Bond. James Bond. I'm so excited for Bond. It's yeah, up. me too. I'm always yeah. excited for Bond. And what this reminds me of is you don't have to give me a lot for me to be really <laughs> excited a, for Bond. Like three clips. Yeah, it's just like a couple <laughs> shots and a, oh, yeah. Oh, Car, yeah. gun, it's, woman. It's very clear that Car, I love gun, this woman. genre Car, gun, woman. so much. And this is the character for that genre. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I will say, the more I see on this movie, man, <laughs> we got some serious Phantom of the Opera vibes oh, going yeah, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that mask... And also, I don't know if you remember the from the trailer that shot kind of looking through glass, and it's like all, all water candles. and candles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that is as as Phantom I, of the Opera. I, I mean, I was a theater kid. I think it is too. But oh my god, how can it be coincidental? Well, anyway, we'll find out. I guess it is. Find yeah. out soon in about a month. Well, no, yeah, very soon. Um, that's cool. Also in news, uh, Spielberg is out on Indiana Jones. 5. I don't know how to feel about the this. fuck is this that is all weird. about? So last minute. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, all that we can say is that Spielberg hasn't. What's the? Oh, let's talk about Spielberg for a minute. <laughs> what's the last thing he made? <laughs> um, so I, I've actually had. I may have mentioned this before on the pod. Apologies if I'm repeating myself, but um, I have, have kind of had a theory with Spielberg that while he's still a talented director, and I think he's done a lot of good stuff. In my opinion, the last the the thing that makes Spielberg Spielberg and unique that sort of element of magic and sort of childhood magic and awe where he can take even adults and put them there. Yep. Right. Like that to me is the unique thing about him. Of course, he's an incredible director. Well, the way they talk about how he can do stuff on the fly and work on, uh, you know, Jurassic park at the same time that he's working on Schindler's list and all this stuff. Right. He's great. But I think Jurassic park or I guess lost world was the last Spielbergian movie that he made. And ever since then, I think he's been making history movies and other kinds of movies that are, I'm not saying they're not good. Oh, maybe Minority Report. Maybe Minor, Minority, Minority Report is amazing. First of, all, first of all, AI is definitely at least a Kubrick. Half Kubrick. Half Kubrick. Half Kubrick. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I guess I just mean that's still in a, a very different category for, sure, for sure. what you're saying. But okay, I got War you. of the Worlds is darker. I'm not saying it doesn't have those elements, but it doesn't have I really, kind of the wink and a really nod. I enjoy Again, not saying anything's not good. Um, Saving Private Ryan even is, is not... I mean, it's an incredible movie and it might be, you know, you could argue it's his best movie. Yeah, I wouldn't. But but that's still not a Spielberg. Like, scroll down for a minute. Let's go back to the beginning. Right. We rattle off Jaws. You can start at Jaws. Obviously, we don't care about anything before that. <laughs> you don't we, want to talk about we, the episode we, of Columbo. <laughs> yeah, it's so good, dude. <laughs> Overlook, Duel, the TV okay. movie, which Jaws, I actually like. Jaws. So you, you rattle off Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Obviously, 1941's a miss. But then you've got Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's three and four right there. Then he hits E.T. Yep. I mean, these are so quintessentially Spielberg, right? You got Temple of Doom. 
I'm not saying he never tries anything this different. This color 40 purple, but years ago, though, I, that's so, that's my point. You know. By '93, when you hit Jurassic Park, and again, he does a sequel to that. There we go. Yeah. But he's got Hook. That again, that was not a a hit or anything, but that is a Spielberg movie yep. that has that magic. Yep, yep, yep. And once you hit Jurassic Park, and you kind of end with uh, Lost World, uh, Lost World, yep. that series and what he did in that. From that point on, if anything, it at least takes a darker edge. Minority Report, I oh, think a it's thousand Spielberg, percent, but, it, but it's not the same minority report is outstanding very Unit, dark I mean, and so dark catch me if you can i think is outstanding as well but it's also uh like you say it's it's almost in the history category he's been doing history ever since you know it, he wants to tell historical uh, stories yep. not spielberg stories uh, that he Crystal's thought about all is kind of a mess warhorse lincoln bridge of spies all history movies bfg i think was an attempt to kind of come back uh-huh. to it. Yeah. And so it was Ready I think that's Player why One. I enjoyed it. I didn't hate BFG. I enjoyed it because yeah. there was so much uh, kind of innocence to it. But it's still like yeah. a B version. I mean, oh, they, yeah, they yeah, still yeah. feel like him doing a, Spiel- a Spielberg imitation of himself. Well, so I put Crystal Skull and Ready Player One in the same category of they feel phoned in. They feel right. like he agreed to do them, right. but then he phoned them in. And that's what's kind of interesting is that now he's giving up on, uh, you know, uh, Indiana five and that leads us to James Mangold possibly taking over. I think that's the story. Pause for one second yeah, yeah. Go ahead. before we jump into that. Cause I want to, um, I don't think he's ever phoned any of this stuff in. I, I genuinely think this is the Tarantino thing that I think right about, but no matter how, player one, you know, oh, okay. So maybe he did, time. but yeah. I think Tarantino is right in no matter how good you are. It is incredibly rare. And it was almost certain that you will have a window when you can do these things, when whatever the thing is, that's not, checking boxes Mm -hmm. but you bring that little bit of magic is used up Mm -hmm. like and it could be where you are in your life i think like at the point that you're a grandfather or a great grandfather you're not making movies for your kids anymore you're like multiple generations removed and also there's a flavor of movies for different things are timeless some things but there's also a flavor of movie for different generations and i just think spielberg is past that and that's why the history stuff i still think is good i love bridge of spies yeah, you know I, mean? I do too. But, but it's yeah. also other people could have made that and I think made it just as well. Yep. Whereas yep. all those early Spielberg movies we rattled off the ETs with Jurassic Park, the Indiana Jones, those are that's a fucking Spielberg movie, and I don't know anyone else who could have done it that well. Right. So Well, let's see your point. We're gonna see what he does with Mangle. West Side Story. Um, yeah. that's in yeah. post, and that's the first thing he's done in a couple of years since Ready He says he's one. always wanted to make a musical and um, that's the one. So. That's exciting. We'll you know, cool. Good for him. But uh, but the fact that James Mangold, who just made Ford versus Ferrari and he made Logan before that, I think uh, that's really awesome. And it, it it doesn't lend itself to more corniness the way that Indiana Four was so batshit weird. Oh God! Um, it lends itself to more groundedness, uh, in, if well, we're to believe his style. And Harrison's aesthetic. gonna be grounded as so, shit. He's yeah, he's seventy eight years old. Literally not getting off the ground. Movie. He might not get out of a chair. I um, will go yeah. see this. I think if you're gonna change over directors, they picked a good one. I don't need to see Indy or want to see Indy at, at that old uh, when he's unable to run and move. Um, but I'm still going to go. But uh, th- this kind of loops around, and I- I'm digressing a little bit. But um, I don't know if you know who Clive Cussler is. He passed away this past week. Uh, he was a novelist. Well, uh, he wrote adventure books. Doesn't um, ring a bell. Well, so you saw the movie Sahara with Matthew McConaughey sure, like yeah. 10 years ago. Directed like by Breck Eisner. Cheap Indiana Jones uh, ripoff. That series of movies, they've tried twice, and they've never quite done it right. Oh, he wrote that. Okay, that is it, Indiana it, Jones it. on the water. It's like a blend between Indiana Jones and James Bond. Really. Got it. Yep. The character is Dirk Pitt. Great series of books. Everybody I've ever talked to who actually read them uh, really liked them. Cool. Um, and I 
again, when it comes down to like Indiana Jones or let's jump, I just think there's so many great adventure stories we could that are like grandchildren of Indy that we could make. Um, and I would rather see that, but uh, I'll give this a whirl. I don't know anything about this plot. I think they're keeping it that way either, intentionally. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's not aliens. I don't think they'll be dumb enough to do that, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. We I was trying to think of just geographically, uh, you know, uh, or topography. Where have we not seen any? We've seen them in jungles. We've seen them in the deserts, you know. Yeah. And I was like, you know, we've we've seen them on water, but we've never seen them in like the open seas, like something like uh, Atlantis or water. Something, like, you were buried. saying, yeah. or you were saying snow. snow. We've yeah, never okay. really seen them for an extended period in like icy mountains, you know, which are at places adventure. If you go look at the old B adventure serials, right. those are places they went as well. So maybe they'll take us somewhere new that he hasn't been. I don't know. Uh, right. We'll see. Or in like in uh, in Force Awakens, he'll just be taking off his jacket a lot, putting it back on, <laughs> taking it off, putting it back on. It's too it's too hot. I got to throw this on the ground and then picking it back up and then putting I it hope back on and then taking it back Indiana off. In this Indiana Jones movie, he comes back. That's as not a, how the as force a, works. I hope he comes back as a good, not a force ghost, but as a memory. <laughs> uh, in, in this last Indiana Jones. Are we getting any Shia? Do we know anything about whether Shia is going to oh, be in I can't. This? I can't imagine. I mean, I'm sure we'll get a line of dialogue about him. Yeah, I think it'll be That's like probably yeah, the most. Like kind of how they did in Rocky with his son. It's like, no, we're really to take this. I honestly son. don't think Shia would come back. Even if they really yeah, had a great story, interest. I just no. think he would be like, no, I don't need to do yeah, that. Yeah, he um, seemed very excited when that. that was starting, and I yeah, think it yeah, yeah. really went went bad for him. Well, did you see his movie, Honey Boy, this year? Loved it. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, okay. I, so I you, loved Peanut Butter Falcon. This thanks. was a big year for Shia. I've had Stock and Shia going oh, back sure. to, you know, Guide to Recognizing Your Saints in 06. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, I know he's had his troubles, but I think he's super talented. I just mean that Honey Boy gave us some context for oh, his life. Oh, yeah, yeah. In terms of maybe where he's at a little sure. more. Um, so, yeah, I dig he's, it. I he's dig in, it. endlessly interesting to me. He's like, oh, sure. it's just interesting guy. Um, also in the news, Bob Iger stepped down. That was pretty weird. Um, so we got time. another Bob number two just coming up. Um, yeah, like all of a sudden, Bob Iger's gone. So much for Disney. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, what else? Uh, you were mentioning this Tales from the Loop. You texted me about yes. it. It's a it's a new Amazon series coming out right. soon. Looks pretty crazy. I don't it, know. It looks like it could be really good, or it could be uh, Earth uh, just, Echo that just kind of comes and goes. <laughs> Remember oh when people were like, "It's going to be the new ET." I and forgot about it. Just Earth went away. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> That's great. But any, but it's a weird, um, wild thing that doesn't give away a lot. And I don't know. More importantly, did you listen to the how How did this get made? Space Jam of episode, of course. <laughs> How great was I that? I was so... <laughs> All that, three of them had never seen it until that day. Unbelievable. It, it really <laughs> makes you realize, like, with your age, you know, people that are just maybe five, six years older than me, just yep. certain things they would not just be interested absolutely in. absolutely not part so, of the, <laughs> mar- I, I, the market. As, as kind of a guy that came up in, in, in a sort of a sports household and culture. Yeah, yeah. You know, Was I'm, that a big I'm movie a, for you? Well, I'm a movie guy and I'm a sports guy, right? Yep, and Michael Jordan's one of my was one of my three heroes. You had, but were you a Looney Tunes guy? Well, I was, I was <laughs> not as big a Looney Tunes guy at that point. But what's interesting about that movie, as batshit crazy as it is, and as right as they are in that podcast, this is now a scenario when you listen to sports podcasts, like serious sports podcasts. Yeah, they still use the scenario where they say they don't call it Space Jam, but they say, okay, so aliens come down and you got to pick one guy to play for our right to exist or they blow up the planet. Who are you picking? And a lot of guys use that when they'll say this guy's the best, but I don't trust him in a clutch situation. Right. And that, that was kind of always the Michael Jordan scenario where it's like, Oh yeah, he'll get the job done. It's just funny to me how much this has stayed in our culture and how much of an impact it was. Cause it really is. When you start to pitch it, it is a long commercial. 
it is insane. Oh, everything they <laughs> say is accurate. Crazy. And it's also funny because right at the beginning, Paul's like, it's a very simple plot. And then he recites it. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. Yeah, when you actually say it out loud and you realize a pitch had – This was one of those movies that retroactively insane. was engineered because yeah. the pitch would never have worked. But right, when right, you right. starting – Yeah, it was from reverse Michael engineered going from backwards. the commercial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I, I loved that uh, he started off the podcast saying – a lot of you are going to be very upset. Like, like he recognized that people love this. Yeah, people gonna, that came up in their formidable really. years love Space Jam. Um, and anyway, it's like I think this might be a bad movie. I'll tell you this: the the, the one thing because I I had like a counter a stupid counterpoint of my own, a personal counterpoint to pretty much everything. Here's they your said chance that was negative, but I'm not diving into those. I'm going to say the one that they nailed that I was like I have no response to this was. They pointed out something I've never thought about, which is, you know, in Roger Rabbit, the Toon world exists with the regular world. Yeah. And you can sort of go over there, and that's Toon land if you cross a certain right. point. Right. This movie presupposes that the Toon universe, the Looney Tunes universe, is under our Earth, <laughs> where, as they point out, there's still space and other planets. Yeah. So they pull Michael Jordan down under the earth, which begs the question, do the aliens from Toonland come from also under our earth to our planet, which is also is under earth? Is there space in is that our, our space, earth or, or is that underground? They it, spend so much time when they start talking about that. Analyze oh, the, the reality. I was of the in, movie. they sucked me. It into was that. so good. And, and, and that, <laughs> that brought up the fact that so many of these Looney Tune artists did not want to work on. This oh yeah. Chuck Jones was like, no, no, this no. is breaking all the rules we've established. Uh, Bugs Bunny would never do that. They essentially <laughs> reacted the way I react with star Wars. When, when we're talking or like the car breaking the rules, the very first thing I thought when they were talking about, uh, when Chuck Jones was like, I'm, I don't want to be a part of this. Bugs right. Bunny would never right. do that. Bugs Bunny would never enlist the help of other exactly. people in his shenanigans. And neither would Michael Jordan. And he put his foot down and he was just like, no, <laughs> seriously. And yeah, exactly. And <laughs> perfect. And I was like, yeah, we have a culture right now of a lot of things being brought back. We got Star Wars, we got Star Trek, we've got all these things yep. from yep. so long ago. And there were the, 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 the fathers and mothers of, of, of the characters and of the story and, and just kind of the Bible of these shows and right. properties that everyone's seeming to shit on today. They don't retain the, the who, what, where, why yeah. and, and, and yeah. personality of the original content. And no one seems to fucking take any ownership over that. They I think just, the people who are really in charge calling the ultimate shots, the producer people are now coming to something later and they're not really, they haven't really studied it. They know it as a property that they can try to take. Well, when you of. watch Picard, that's, this is the single most annoying thing. It's, it's not the show itself. It's the fact that everyone involved in the show continues to tell us about how much they love the original and they want to right. honor it. And but, you're just like, but, but yeah. watch the show you're yeah. making because it's dog shit compared it, to what right. we're all expecting from this story. It calls into question, you know, what is canon? If you are a true fan and you really are invested in the stuff, the people this stuff matters to the most. They, they're they've studied it and they know what what is established right so when you're not true to that it really is a flaw i mean it really does oh it's heartbreak uh, yeah it's it really heartbreaking so but you know not that that ruined space jam for me but, um <laughs> yeah, also every comment about bill murray was was pretty great um and he was equally <laughs> great in that movie so i was both 
intrigued and excited to see him in shorts and alarmed and then like didn't want to see it june Cleaver said so oh that good. was the funniest so good anyway anyway um, what else we got here point break live is back i I'm, want to go i'm back. actually excited love it. did you get yeah. that email i, I saw okay. the email and uh yeah i, I that's the I, most uh, fun interactive i tentatively show have it on my calendar for what is that march 28th it's a saturday yeah. we should we should look at the calendar we'll have to later, get a group but, yeah um group. but that of all the shows that they did is my favorite. Oh, so 100%. I, I think that's the one that started back. it all, man. And it also seems like a small theater. So I think, I think the, the problem I had with Tom Gunn Live, which I've seen twice now, is right. just that they were in a larger venue, right. which is good for them. They're making more money. They're getting all kinds of sales. But it loses and, some, but you lose of, the, yeah, some of the yeah, energy and everything else. I, you know, all of our listeners, you're all invited. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shoot for yeah, yeah, let us know if you want to see Point Break yeah. Live. We'll get a big group. Uh, March 28th. Um, did you see a jungle boat sank at Disney yeah. World? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm such a dick. I, that made me laugh so hard. Uh, I thought it was so funny. It's amazing. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm glad everybody everybody That's survived. Good. That's good. Um, I don't know. I don't have too much else here. You know, I don't want to do a deep dive in this because everybody's talked about it so much. But Go I don't it. think we've we haven't chatted at all post Kobe, have we? I don't think so. Um, you know, for LA, that was a huge, a huge that was a huge deal, loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, out and out, not to go into the details, but out and out, just uh, objectively, I mean, just a, a tragedy on all levels, no silver lining. I mean, it just, it really is just a terrible, terrible yeah, thing. Yeah, totally but, horrific. But it really made me recognize and realize, I guess I knew this subconsciously, but um, just what a staple Kobe Bryant was to Los Angeles. I there, There's no, Hollywood is definitely what LA is known for in movies, but there is no single actor, in my opinion, um, that that match sort of the the celebrity just here of Kobe Bryant. Right. I, I think growing up here, uh, being drafted here, staying with the one team that is so embedded, the city knows the Dodgers and the Lakers, and he was a Laker the whole time. And then also, there's something about actors; they play characters. This was just a guy who was himself uh, for L.A. Um, and you couple that with the fact that he suddenly got involved in storytelling in movies and won an Oscar and worked with John Williams and um, just was such a positive figure in that part of his life um, that I think it just hit incredibly hard. I mean, you know what I mean? It was a big, big thing that, uh, that I, I still, you can still kind of feel it going around. I I see so you've always seen a lot of his jerseys, but I just feel like I see Kobe shirts everywhere now and signs and everything. It is, it is everywhere. It's a big, 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 big loss. And people are still mourning it. Stores and signs and buses and uh, walls. And anyway, um, Rest yeah. in peace. I mean, Absolutely. I just wanted to acknowledge it because it was a, a huge thing. Yeah, we thing. haven't talked about I mean, it. Jesus. So, um, anyway. Yep. L.A. is uh, suffering. Um, so trailers and upcoming stuff. Um, Do you see that Green Knight trailer? Of course, um, man. You great. and me, we love the medieval stuff. So I, I was all on board. I, That's going to have swords, it, Kelly. But I love A24 yeah. and anything that they're putting out. I'm just like, yeah. So, Do you know, do you know this myth? No, no, I don't know anything about it. So I'm, you know, I was pretty well versed in all this stuff when I was coming up and the green Knight is a, is a weird, weird myth. I mean, a lot of myths are weird, but it's a weird Arthur story. And they actually made a movie, which you will not want to watch, uh, that had Sean Connery (laughs) in it from, I think like late seventies, early eighties called Sir Gawain and the green Knight, And it is a weird flick. And I came across it when I was very young and it perplexed me then. Um, and this is the same story now, how much Liberty, how liberties they'll take and right. they'll change it. I don't know, but it's got a ton of great people in it. Um, I think, um, Alicia Vikander is in it. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm and, excited. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be, I don't know what it'll be, but I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, the trailer doesn't give away hardly anything. It's really just about in a time where 
you know, courage made men, you know, and all this, it's very much like a chest thumping, like here's the era we're going to tell you about. It's mythic and it's huge. And it's, and that's all they really give you. That's what this is about. I think, I think a 24 or a company like that, that only makes kind of, um, alternate versions of things, uh, is, is probably the only way that I would get into something of this genre. So I'm excited. I'll, I'll dig it when it comes out. I'm sure. Um, but, uh, we have some TV coming up soon. Uh, Westworld's coming back. Uh, did you see that? Are you caught up on Westworld? Did you watch all of it? So here's what I, here's where I am with Westworld. I read the book. I watched the original Westworld movie, sure. which is actually kind of a crazy thing, and the uh, sequel, uh, Future World, I think it was. Right. And then I'm very invested, and I know I'll be interested. This is something right up my alley that I've just not gotten around to. So I am, I am outside of like a couple episodes. I just need to do a deep dive for all of Westworld. Well, what's tough about Westworld is that uh, season one and season two, I guess, connected, but they were uh, it wasn't as connected as we thought it would be, and now it seems like season three will now be entirely disconnected, even though it's got a oh, lot of the same actors. In okay. It. So it's a really weird situation. Uh, and I can't say that I love it, but I enjoy it because it's interesting and anything with right. the, the amount of money that they have can't be not interesting because yeah. they spend so much on the visuals and the sets and the right. action right. and all of this. So it's, it's, it's fun. I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess fun is the word, um, but it's interesting more than that anything. But anyways, right. yeah, that, that new season is coming up March 15th. And then talking about Spielberg again, we've got a new version of Amer- amazing stories, uh, which I, I think could be I'm awesome. I'm interested. Could yeah, be awesome. That, Cause I loved the original. Uh, that's stories. an Apple TV plus show uh, yeah. coming up in a few days, March 6th. So I don't know. That's all I got for uh, news and trailers and shit. Um, you want to do some, uh, rotten tomato score guesses? Uh, of course. Okay. Hell yeah. You see these that see I have I written here. Standard up here. Okay. Well, the, First one I'm seeing might be a heartbreaker for me. This, yeah, this is one of the, let me I just know. acknowledge this is one of those movies where once again I question myself. Whoa. What device Ooh. is that? Ooh. So, okay, so is that Alexa or so, is that Westworld? Just so you know, uh, something triggered Siri to play the right kind of wrong by Leanne Rhymes from oh, yeah. the Coyote Ugly soundtrack. Because that's what happens when we talk Ninja Turtles. Can I just say I love Coyote Ugly? You know, she, like, for she real? knows us better than we know ourselves. That's what this is. <laughs> that is a blast Honestly, from the past. Dude. made me real happy, right? <laughs> that is a blast from the past. Speaking I, of which, Siri, I saw Blast from the Past. I have no problem with this. Recently. Okay, I'll turn it off. Okay. Uh, All right, so let me say before we dive into this, for the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I assume we're talking about the 1990 independent film that was the most successful independent film of all time at the The time. (laughs) Um, These are the movies that make me uh, uh, very confident in in my uh, statement that I made last time, that (laughs) even though I grew up with the original Star Wars, I can differentiate between movies that I think are fantastic films and well-made versus movies that I love because I saw them when I was a kid. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would be the latter of that. It's one of those ones that will always be near and dear to my heart, and I have no idea uh, oh, shit, shit. what it is. It's okay. No, I haven't looked. I haven't okay, looked. Okay. If, if you asked me what the audience and the uh, uh, critic score was yeah, going to yeah. be on this, I would say for the audience, I'm going to give it a 65, and for the critics, I'm going to give it a 58. 
6558 it's actually 81 and 40 so audience, audience is 81. 81 and lower for critics so if you split so, the difference yeah, you, you split, combine you those were right in the middle yeah. by the sat score system <laughs> i think i nailed this i think it's 100 you did good yeah, i'm yeah. happy that audiences it's are 81. higher that feels yeah. like more people like me rooted for it but i understand i thought critics would go a little higher maybe simply, in the 50s, ba- yeah, simply yeah. based on that it was this indie that they had no money and right. they were so successful, but apparently they didn't give a shit <laughs> no, that they, these guys made that one. did not. Suits. Sorry, okay. Turtles. Fair enough. All right. So that's uh, that's Ninja Turtles. Not so much Turtle Power. Oh, oh God. Escape from New York. Okay. Uh, let's say for audiences for Escape from New York, let's uh, stick around the same area. Let's say around 80. And let's say for critics, let's say 70. 80 and 70. It is actually... 77 and 85 so you were just a little under Ooh. but higher on both but right? but critics are higher oh no yeah a little lower yeah. on yeah yeah a little yeah. higher on the other oh right on. Okay. um but you were very close i mean yeah, splitting I'm the difference the you were right there still feeling okay yeah but 85 i think is high i wasn't expecting that obviously john carpenter's great but he's also kind of a cult favorite he's not yeah. I, I oh yeah have expected yeah, that me neither. Uh, audiences were Donald high. Pleasance is the fucking president. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like Blofeld to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and just oh. because just because you have to then transition okay. to Escape from LA. Escape from LA. Which um, I love. You no, know, no, I'm not yeah. saying it's not enjoyable, but I'm I'm dipping big on this. So for Escape for LA, I'm gonna say audiences fifty, critics forty. Fifty forty. It is. Thirty nine, fifty two. Oh, once again, the critics are higher. <laughs> so the critics are fifty as opposed to audience fifty two, to be exact. And what audiences are four. So I'm, again, fifty and forty. I just flipped them. What a bummer. This is opposite. I don't uh, know. Yeah. I'm all over the place. Right yeah, now. yeah. It's all right. All right. So um, that's, uh, okay. Snake moving Bliskin. on. Wrath of Khan. Star Trek Two. Wrath of Khan. Arguably okay. the best okay. Star Trek movie. The, one of the greatest movies ever. Anyway. And yeah, one of the best um, movies for sure. Audiences. I'm going to say eighty five, and critics. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say eighty, eighty-five, eighty. Might be a heart pick. Ninety, eighty-seven. Yes, so we're very close. This is my faith in in yeah. that I'm not completely off my rocker, yeah, yeah. and that people actually see what I see. Because I, I, I <laughs> of course, it's the best Star Trek movie, yeah. but it's the only Star Trek movie I would submit to like the greatest films collection. Right, I mean, it, that it transcends Star Trek. Separate sure. of Trek is so good and the themes are so strong. It's fucking great. Correct. Oh God, Air Force One, please be <laughs> high rating. Please. All right. Audiences for Air Force One, I'm going to say 88. <laughs> okay. Critics. I don't I'm, remember what it is. I'm just Critics, laughing. I'm going to say 70. 88, 70. <laughs> 66, 70. The critics are higher yeah, yeah. again. I was, what is I was going on? blown away by how low the audience scored. Wait a minute. Tell me the truth. When this came out in 97, I realize people continue to rate stuff, but did people not like this? And once again, I was younger because I thought this was one of those huge blockbusters. Oh, I loved, loved it. My mom but, bought it for me of like, course immediately because it was just But awesome. my perception was that everyone in America loved this movie, 66. even if they shouldn't have. <laughs> Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I thought yeah, this yeah. was a blockbuster that people Everyone like in Indiana Jones was like, yeah, we all love that, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a giant hit. Well, 66. Audience is 66. Mm-hmm. Well, two out of three liked it. So 75% for critics, 76% for critics. For 66% Air Force One, with 378,000 reviews. So what I can't so figure out, it, what, we're, what we're establishing right now is sometime between the 90s and 2000s, <laughs> critics started liking stuff less and audiences more. Right. Before that, there are so many of these movies that critics like more. Yeah. Like I would, if you asked, 
hey, do you think the critics or the audiences liked Air Force One oh, of better? Of course, audiences Are you liked fucking them kidding me? That's why when I saw this, I critics don't like that kind of movie to begin blown with. Away. Yeah. If what it, did they if, like if about it? If this had been 50% from critics, I would have been like, yeah, that tracks. Of course. That tracks. Yeah, sure. Of course. But I would have said 85 from audiences at least. I, yeah. That's what I was, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I yeah. thought audiences would be off the scale. How many times do people say, get off my plane? What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Okay. I'm perplexed. Okay. Genuinely perplexed. Out of, out of left field, okay. this full of dollars. This full of dollars just simply because I think less people have rated it. I think yeah. a fistful of dollars, I'm going to say 85 audiences and I'm going to say 80 critics. 91, 98. Jesus Christ. So, 98 from critics. I was pretty blown away by that. Not because it's not a, a classic, but just yeah. because that's pretty high. I mean, I love <laughs> it. Know? Listen, th- this is one of the, again, this is a case of just like we talked about the IMDb ratings. Yeah. They seem like they're the best rating system ever and they probably still are comparative to everything else. Right. Because it's democratic and everything else and anyone can vote. But uh, the movies like this, because it's a smaller audience, anyone who's going to see it likes it. It doesn't get balanced out by those people who don't like Westerns right. or, or don't like the, the, the dub. The mouths aren't quite right. For That's why I Westerns. like doing this with blockbusters because just yeah, like you say, that audience is a larger pool and it, yeah. it will even out because people will see it just for by sure. default. There's going to be some people who are like, it's no way, because nothing's universal. Right. But let me say the, the, the critics on 98, I, w- I would have guessed right off the bat critics were really behind this movie, but I thought that they would be holding that near 100 score for The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly that came a couple years later. This was right. the beginning of Sergio Leone's uh, uh, trilogy, The Man With No Name, uh, and then uh, For A Few Dollars More, and then The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And I thought, Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, they might give a fucking 100 to, you know, but... It's a little... Look, it's lower pretty, pretty by one similar, point. but... 97% yeah, yeah. 97%. There's a few more uh, That few is more an critics, accurately... But. Uh, rated 97% movie. <laughs> that is on everybody's consensus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's surprising. Anyways, but, uh, but fun cool. stuff, right? I love a, a fistful of dollars. Um, okay, so that's that's fun. Those are some scores. Good job, by the way. You're always good hey, at this. Thanks, it's, it's fun to see how I good still, you are. I still feel not uh, embarrassed about any of them. So no, no, that's that's one, one, sometime one's gonna get me. Are you gonna get embarrassed by this? <laughs> well, I'm, I don't feel like I've been bad enough. Any that I've been bad enough, I feel like is is the public is wrong. Right, like right, Air right. Force One. I'm like, what are you guys thinking? <laughs> yeah, that critics one's that one's pissing people. me off for sure. Critics are too high and audiences are too low. What's going on here? So here I want right. to give a shout out to our buddy Tyler. Um, he last week we called out uh, if anybody wants to make us a new logo, and he made us a little. Like cover art, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, good shit too. You can, good you can shit. check it out by going to our Facebook page. Um, but thanks, Tyler. It was a good. Um, it is dope. It was a really, really. Uh, it was some good shit. That is one big pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, it was, perfect. It was, it was perfect. Oh, it's so good. Good um, job, Kelly. And I've you. I've got a little piece of audience uh, feedback yeah, yeah. as well. Hit, hit us with from it. my one audience member, my girlfriend, uh, Jess. She says, "What's her name again?" Jess. Oh, okay, Jessica. Right, right, right. Uh, she says that we should um should uh, start doing uh, polls on our Instagram story, like Toy Story versus to Space Jam and see what our crowd prefers, Spider-Man versus Batman, and then we can figure that into the podcast on what the people people want. Now, so far, we've gotten almost no feedback from anyone. Ever. Maybe, <laughs> if we put that up, we might give that a shot. I like the idea. A, like a poll idea. or a uh, some kind of a yeah. Yeah, survey we'll, we'll, type we'll deal. We'll see yeah, what yeah. people think, because we ask questions on this. 
uh, and then people are too intimidated by us, clearly. Yeah, they, they, uh, but maybe they'll click. Yep. You know, it's a click culture now. They don't so. want to spend the money on the long distance. Oh, call, yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, I understand yeah, yeah. that. Call collect. Um, yeah, that's we no, had a baby. Please, eats a please, <laughs> please don't. Um, all <laughs> right, so let's do some hidden gems. Do you have a hidden gem? Uh, I do. I, I feel like now our hidden gem is going to pale in comparison to that thing you do because to me that's <laughs> one of the all time ones. That's kind of the overall hidden yeah, gem, I guess. It's like an all time. Um, I don't know that it's hidden. It just, but it is better than people remember. It. Right. I think that's what we're trying to get at. I would still it is, put it in that category, uh, but you're right. It's a little more well It feel and, and I'll be honest, I watched it uh, maybe a year ago or something, and I love it so much. I think the script is outstanding and uh, all the actors and so many things. I don't particularly think that it's an overall that well-made movie. I, it There's something about it where it feels like... It's missing one piece. Okay, Tom Hanks is great, obviously, but he was a new director right. and it feels right. like that. It feels like a movie of a director that's not really that experienced. Yeah. It does kind of just end. the balance is a little off. It feels like it's not quite, you know what I mean? The pace and everything else, but yeah, some things feel a little, but it's so much fun, but it, but it doesn't matter. And it's got it, so it's much heart. So like, good. Yeah, it's just yeah. a heartfelt, heartfelt flick. Um, which by the way, have you ever seen that deleted scene of, uh, Tom Hanks's character? He's supposed yes. to have a gay uh, yes. relationship with someone and we didn't, we don't really know anything about him. But that was something I saw just like a year ago. For and it felt time. like almost on like the coattails of, you know, I, I think he was so moved and so inspired by doing Philadelphia. Right. So many people he met had died. And I think yeah, it was only in a, in a, a very Tom old. Hanks is still a guy we all love and not a controversial figure. I think he was also felt um, compelled to introduce certain things. Yeah. And I ultimately I can only guess, but I would have think to that assume he ultimately I think probably just thought, you know, this isn't necessary for this story hmm. as much as he was just trying to casually right, right, right. do that. But that that would be my thought. But I have seen that. Yeah, I'm not sure what the reason so, is. Anyway. But good stuff. Um my hidden gem is a movie called Goodbye Lennon. Have Great you seen flick. Goodbye Lennon? Great flick. I Great need to flick. watch it again, but it was on my list of uh I don't know, just movies that uh that I loved when it came out. And again I haven't seen it in a long time. Two thousand three um and it, just a quick synopsis it's about a mom uh in east germany before the fall of the berlin wall she goes into a coma and her kids uh and she she loves she, communism she, she's yeah, all exactly. in she's definitely very yeah. very in and uh and then the wall falls and she uh wakes up after the fact and her doctor basically tells her kids uh don't introduce any stress <laughs> into her life and so they have to pretend that communism is still you know alive and well in, in you know where they live and so it's i love the idea it's just so it, yeah the concept itself is outstanding and it's it's excellently executed and it's it's funny and it's got a lot of heart and it's it's great it's it really is a good yeah. flick Anyways. i highly recommend that one as well yep. um the hidden gem i'm going to throw out uh because we talked bond a little earlier is actually uh, a movie involving the original bond sean connery and it's probably the last movie he did please say entrapment that i enjoyed <laughs> no it was after entrapment okay. not saying i didn't enjoy that one <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones. She, she dips beneath the laser. This is our musical she episode. She hasn't trapped me and, and Sean Connery. Connery. Okay. Very good. Go on. God, I, man, we are spot on. I know. Yeah. Are, are you a perfect pitch? <laughs> Sounds like, yeah. No, neither of us. <laughs> so um, it's Finding Forrester. Oh, shit. And I, well, man, now, dog. I, <laughs> well, man, man, now, now dog. dog. I really love this movie. It's Gus Van Sant. Yeah, sure. Um, it's not brought up the way yeah, like this Good is Will Hunting. A, this is. is a great one, man. I really, yeah, it, it, man, it, because it's I a forgot about solid it. film. Um, and and he's great, and it's um, it's just really really good. Uh, you know, it's one of the last ones I feel like before Connery kind of dipped. 
you know what I mean? Where he yeah. was sort of like, okay, that's enough for me. Um, and I and I really enjoy it. I haven't watched it in a while, and I was thinking about rewatching it sometime in the coming weeks. So I'm going to try to get back around to it. But good flick. Uh, that's great. Definitely worth a watch. That's a really good one. All right. Well, we are uh, an hour 17, it looks like. Without having a thing to talk about. We go all day. I, I really thought this was going to be nothing. <laughs> I thought it was going to be 45 minutes. And we actually, came in and we said, I don't have any notes. Sort of something. Do you have any notes? <laughs> nope. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Hit record. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, that's it. Uh, we will do Episode another 20. one when we can. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Go see a movie. See you later, guys. Bye.